You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. Uh, I'm getting tweets. When, when are you on? When are you, why are you not on yet? Because we go on at 9. Will you be here? Are you on vacation? No, no. I'm locked in every Saturday from now, probably till God knows when. Probably till June. So you have nothing to fear. And we have lots and lots to get into today. We'll get into the NFL, obviously. Uh, the Jets and... You can't even say it without like just bursting into laughter at this point. The Jets and the Giants. Because New York football is just, I mean, my God. Like, I didn't think it would be great. I didn't think it would be this. So we will, uh, as the morning progresses, get into the local football and the national football as well. And obviously Patriots and, uh, and the Bucks and Tom Brady's return and Arizona and the Rams. And I, I think it's fair to say, right, the Rams are the best team. Uh, in the NFL at the moment, and that could change 50 times and injuries and whatnot. But at the moment, I think it's fair to say that the Rams are the best team in the NFL. Um, so we'll do that. A little bit of Kyrie Irving, who just continues to frustrate me uh, to no end. So we'll get into a little bit of that. Uh, 10.30, your favorite, Stump Rothenberg. 11 o'clock, R.J. Bell. R.J., he was this close from a win last week. This close. He was 2-0, and felt good about it. Picked the Giants minus a two and a half. Looked like they were going to win. But in typical Giants fashion, they fall apart. RJ's pick falls apart. And he falls to two and one. But we start with the Yankees. And the phone lines, as always, very much open. 800-919-3776. So, we, oh, thank you. We start with the, uh, with the Yankees. And last night, here's the thing. Tampa hates you. And let's be fair, Tampa's better than you, okay? You might not want to hear that. You may say we have a chance to beat them. That might be true. Tampa's just, they're just better, and they don't like you, and they want to hurt you, and they want to keep you out of the postseason. Now, if you're just waking up, getting rolling on a Saturday morning, which is it's possible and fine. If you sleep till 8.45, 9 o'clock on a Saturday, good for you. But late last night, the Angels did you a favor. The Angels get terrific pitching and beat the Mariners by the final of 2-1. to one. So where are we now as far as the Yankees are concerned? All right, Yankees, they're the first wild card at 91-69. and 69. Now stay with me. It's not overly complicated. Yankees have two more against Tampa at the stadium. Boston won last night. They're 90-70. and 70. They're a game behind you. They're at Washington today and tomorrow. Now, Yankees-Boston end with the same record. That goes to Boston. Okay? Stay with me. Toronto and Seattle, both 89-71. and 71. So you're really fortunate, really fortunate, that the Angels beat the Mariners last night. They, it keeps uh, Seattle two games behind the Yankees right now. So here's where we are. If the Yankees win one, if the Yankees win today, they're in. Th- that's it. They're in. If the Yankees lose today and either Toronto or Seattle wins, and you'd have to think there's a good chance that that happens, tomorrow now matters. Now, it's Baz. You say, Baz, who's he on Tampa? He's just another one in the long line of really talented young players that they have. Um, He tore up the minors. He's been great in his first couple of starts in the majors, and apparently he's going to be a star at the next level. Throws 101 has a filthy arm, so you'll get your introduction to Baz today with Jordan Montgomery on the mound. Now, if the Yankees win today, that's it, they're in. 
if the Yankees win today and tomorrow, they host a wild card game on Tuesday. If the Yankees win one of these two, they're in. But if Boston wins both, now the Yankees go to Boston on Tuesday. If the Yankees lose both and Boston wins one and Toronto or Seattle wins both, now you're looking at, at a game 163 on Monday. So that brings me, and we'll get into the game from last night in a minute. Um, again, starting pitching for uh, Tampa, was just, it was excellent. And then their bullpen. You know, there's not a lot of teams that you look at now and you say that bullpen can match the Yankees. Tampa, in my opinion, is that team. Their bullpen is, and they, they, they're like much like the Yankees, where they just trot out a guy, and you're like, wait, I'm not really, now we're familiar with the Yankees' bullpen, but I'm saying like nationally. Yankees trot out a, a guy, you're like, boy, I'm not overly familiar with that guy, and then all of a sudden he you know throws 97, and he's terrific. So they go Fairbanks, who you know, uh, Head, who gives you two and a third shutout innings, Fleming, who gives you one and two-third shutout innings, and then Kitteridge, who's really been like the best of the bunch. He was not good, but they kept him in, and he uh, he got jo- the job done I- I barely as the Yankees win that one four to three. But you know what frustrated me in watching the game last night? And I- I'm sure there's going to be analytics people that hear it that say, no, no, you just, you just don't do that. There's one play last night that I sat and I watched, and it was phenomenal, and it made me furious. Take a second, talk amongst yourselves, and think about what the one, and I'll even give you a little hint, late stages, late, late stages of the game. And that play, so take a second, think about what it could be, was wonderful, like like made me proud. And then I thought, why, God, you got to be kidding me. And I'm sure the analytics nerds, no, that's not what you do. I loved it. And that's the Gallo bunt. You're down three. They shift over all the way on this guy. All he, even a bad bunt, like just something towards the third base side, and that's a base hit. Why do we not see? And I know it's, well, Gallo can put the ball out of the park at any moment. But, my God, it's it's free entree in, onto the base. Isn't that what we hear? It's base runners. You need you need base runners. And I know that the analytics guys will say, well, you, need, you want home runs. You play for the home run, and he's a home run guy. He's also a tremendous strikeout guy. You're telling me you didn't love? Now, in that situation especially, the home run means nothing, right? He gets on base. Now the, the, the next batter represents the tying run, so that's what you're looking for. But you know what I'm saying. Like, you're telling me that, that in a big spot tie game, you, you wouldn't love? Gallo, and I know that they won't do it. It's just not the way that the game is played now. They're gonna, they're not gonna have him bunt. But I mean, there was just something that was just magical about that for me. And maybe I'm too excited by it, but I absolutely loved it. And I don't even like the Yankees. And when he put that thing down, I was like, good, good for him. Now, in the moment, it was tremendous because you're down three. His run means nothing. He's got to get on base. And the next guy's got to score as well. But I just thought it was a phenomenal play, and it's a great bond. And, and uh, why do I not see more of that? I mean, for him to get on base. Because it's all it's walks and it's home runs, right? Get on base and then it's home runs. So granted, he's a tremendous home run hitter, but that's I mean, if you can lay a, a just a bad bunt down, a ba- a bunt that's over towards third base consistently, you'll be on every single time. If you're Gallo, I I wish that that would happen more. It probably won't, but that's my little nerdy baseball take. But here's the thing with the Yankees and the Rays: the Rays don't like you 
They don't want you in the postseason, and they are going to play this series to beat you. So this thought of, you know what, Tampa's going to lay down. out I mean, couldn't be more out the window than we are right now. Out the window. They hate you, and they're going to throw bats today, and if they beat you today, I mean, here now here's, here's the million-dollar dilemma if you're the Yankees, okay? And the bats were dormant last night, dormant. You score one run early. You score nothing else. Really, I mean, no, literally nothing else until the ninth inning against the bullpen of Fairbanks, Head, and Fleming. Right? Sounds like a law firm, right? But you scored nothing off of those guys. So their bullpen, because we hear all the time, the Yankees' bullpen is good. And and it was not great last night. And Walter Franco is another guy that's going to be a, a thorn in your side. But that's what you need from the Yankees almost every night. Because outside of Cole, you need... I mean, this is what Cortez is. Cortez, Cortez is a four and two-thirds inning guy who's going to pitch well, wear down, and allow five hits and two runs. That's what he is. And then they go Holmes for an inning, and Peralta for an inning, and Lawaziga for a third, and Herman for an inning and a third, and then Abreu. But Herman last night, now he wasn't awful, and kind of the seeing eye hit from Franco, but th- that's what makes it difficult, is the Yankees need... Five guys, right? Last night they pitched five, so four or five guys typically every single night outside of when Cole is starting that are going to be really good. That's a lot to ask. You know, what gets you nervous about that is you you need five separate guys to be really good. So you if you get four guys that are really good and one that's not, you know, you look at it and you say the bullpen has not done a great job. And that's a tall order. So to, to look at it, one starter goes out there, seven innings, great job. You're asking for one guy to be really good. In the scenario with the Yankees play, outside of when Cole is on the mound, is we need four or five guys on top of the starter to be really good. All I'm saying, and their bullpen is elite, and so is Tampa's, all I'm saying is that it's a tough recipe to victory continuously. To, to count on your bullpen for four or five innings almost every single game makes it very, very difficult. But herein lies the dilemma for the Yankees. And this is kind of the question I want to ask you. So, Yankees are a game up on Boston. You, you don't, you don't, I mean, yes, if I said to you, would you rather be at Yankee Stadium or Fenway? You'd rather be at Yankee Stadium. But ultimately, that's not the be all, end all, right? So, Yankees win today. I'm not saying you punt on the game tomorrow and you still want to win and be home, but. Garrett Cole is not pitching tomorrow. But here's the question that I have for you, okay? If the Yankees lose today and Boston wins and Seattle or Toronto wins, right? And you're a game now ahead of that team behind you. And Boston ties you and you got to figure is going to win and move ahead of you. I would not. But do you now pitch Garrett Cole tomorrow on short rest? Not desperately needing the win. I mean, needing the win, but not desperately where if you lose the game, you don't live to see another day. See, now what I would do, and you tell me, what I would do if I lose today, and today's game is monstrous for the Yankees, and again, thank your lucky stars that the Angels and Joe Madden and Otani and Walsh and all those guys came through for you last night because it takes a lot of pressure off. But what I would do is if the Yankees lose today, and they're one game ahead of either or both of those teams, and Boston wins, and, and you're in a situation where you can pitch Cole on short rest or, or push him back, I'm not pitching him tomorrow. I'm not. 
I know there's a lot of people that say, you got to pitch him, you win that game, now you're in. But here's the thing. You're not in a, a win or go home situation. You're not. You're in a win or at the worst, see Monday. Right? So I'm going to throw someone else tomorrow, bullpen all hands on deck, hoping I can win one game from Tampa if I lose today and not have to pitch Cole tomorrow and hopefully have him on full rest against probably Boston on Tuesday. See, I'm rolling the dice. I'm not throwing Cole short rest in a game that, again, I don't. I, I need to win, but I don't have to win. So I will throw someone else tomorrow, and if I lose tomorrow and I'm in a game 163 on Monday, then I'm pitching Cole. I'm rolling the dice. I am. Now, it won't, it won't come to this. If I was in a position where I was tied with those teams and I needed to win to a sure worst-case scenario, I play the one-game play-in, now, yes, I pitch Cole. But that's not what it's going to be. So tell me, tell me what you do here. Tell me how you're feeling about the Yankees. You must hate the Rays. I mean, that, you, know, you look at the lineup that they throw out there. And, and you just, you, how? I mean, Rosarain is a good player. Right, Franco's a good player, and so is Cruz. But then it's just, it's, it's Diaz, it's Choi, it's Margot, it's Wendell, it's Mejia, it's Kiermaier. They are just, uh, you know, McClanahan starts to Fairbanks, to Head, to Fleming, to, to Kitteridge. They, they're phenomenal. They really are a phenomenal, phenomenal organization. So that's where we are. Let's see how you feel about it. Let's see how you feel about throwing Cole on short rest if you need to win. Not if you have to win. If you need to win the game tomorrow, or you roll the dice, say we can win without him, and then that preserves Cole for the wild card game, right? So I, I, I mean, what do you do if, if you? Let's just say the Yankees don't. Let's just say for argument's sake, the Yankees were to throw Cole tomorrow. You waste him. You don't have him for Tuesday. Now you're on the road in Boston. What do you do? Who's your guy? Who are you going to? You can't go to Tyone, can you? If, even if he's available. You're not going to be able to go to Cortez now. Could you go to Cortez? You'd go to Cortez Saturday, Sunday, Monday on short rest. You're not going to be able to go to Montgomery. So where, where I mean, where are you going to go if you're the Yankees and you have to pitch Cole Sunday or, God forbid, if there's a Monday? Uh, I mean, where do you go? You go Kluber? I mean, you feel good about that. I don't know that you feel great about it, but you don't feel awful. Like, like, and here's what it'll come down to. Kluber giving you four innings and then probably five innings of, all right, bullpen, let's get going. That's where we are. But from an outside observer, and I know that the Yankees fan is all wrapped up and very emotional, it's phenomenal. Like, I, I am really, I mean, this is playoff baseball before we even get to playoff baseball. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. Um, he's very polarizing, but he is a, a key component of the show, someone I do care for greatly, and that is one Tyreek Dominic. Butler. Good Dominic. morning, Todd. Why, why would you ever do such a disrespectful thing? You can't even get my middle name correct. Well, I don't know what it is. So why would you just make something up? Well, why not? I email you every Saturday morning, and my middle name is part of my email. Why would, why would you say Dominic? Because well, I don't know it. It's Donovan. Donovan. Oh, like Ray Donovan. See, that's cooler than Dominic. I like that. <laughs> I was already annoyed coming in, and now you just further annoyed me. Well, all right, first of all, what are you so annoyed about? Well, the, that Yankee game last night. I mean, if that was a, a foreshadowing of what's to come in October, I'm not really looking forward to it. They, they, they spit the bit. That, 
that had me in knots. And it, it, and it's the type of thing, as you mentioned, like the Rays hate the Yankees. The Rays have nothing to play for, and they're still beating the Yankees. Yeah, but they don't like you. I understand that. But and you... they, want, they want to, A, embarrass you, B, keep you from the postseason, and C, they, they want to beat you. I, I mean, they it. want to make a statement consistently against the Yankees. And I actually thought this. I said, Kevin Cash is managing this like it's Game 7 of the World Series. But then I said, oh, wait, no, in Game 7 of the World Series, he actually botched it. So he didn't manage it like it was Game 7. Well, he managed it as if it were a Game 7. He just managed it well last night. He did manage it well. Right. But I, I, I'm annoyed for a lot of reasons. You're, you're in a way this morning. Yeah, I like it. I'm in a way this morning. And I actually want to do something that I've never quite done before. And Uh-oh. I'm nervous because I don't know how it's going to be received. But if now, you... I mean, do you think it's a good idea not to, to let me in on this before you decide that this is what we should do? Well, I want you to react to it in real time. Oh. I, I, was, I was watching the Yankee postgame last night. And Joey Gallo comes up to the podium and he said something that annoyed me. Um, so I want to play it for you just to get it to your answer in real time. And we'll react to it we'll, together. We'll react to it oh, together. I like it happens at the tail end uh, uh, of his comments. So here's Joey Gallo when asked about the optimism that the team had coming into that bottom of the ninth inning at the stadium last night. Yeah, I mean, we were very hopeful. Uh, I don't think we ever thought we were going to lose, even when we were 4-1. to one. Uh, Still have that mentality that, you know, you're gonna we're gonna we're gonna come through and put good good at bats together and win the game, um, and we just came up a little bit short, but I think it was a pretty good effort and, um, you know, like I like I said, like you could we could have just laid down and, you know, did nothing and went one two three, and and you know had a, had a night see you later, but we you know we fought and and G ran the bases really well to set set up a bunt for me and Gio great at bat Brett great at bat like. You know, kept the line moving, so it's good to see that. It's obviously sad we lost, but uh, it's kind of good to see that fight. So maybe it's just me being fresh off of an emotional loss as a Yankee fan. I'm watching the season could theoretically end in 72 hours, but when this is what happens when you have a player who's never played in the postseason. He's spent his entire career in Texas. I really like Joey Gallo, but we're really going to sit there and and give ourselves credit for for giving effort and yeah. not going down one two three. No, I, I think I think you're right. I think I think it's so raw and fresh for you and emotional for you that it angers you more. But if I put myself in your <clears throat> karate shoes, um, I think it's fair to say that if that were one of my teams, it were it would annoy me a lot. Well, like, I mean, what, what, what do you want to parade? We we fought all the way to that. We could have easily rolled over. I mean, stop it. You're, 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 this, these are the biggest games of the year. Why, why the hell would you roll over? Yeah, and, and, and to me, it fe- I, I watched the game with my wife last night. It felt like a fake rally because I'm convinced. I don't know what that means, by the way, because hoping that they weren't going to win, I was terrified that they were going to come back and win that game. Well, because you were rooting against them. Right. So I, I, so I will But never, I was nervous. I, I will never not believe this, and there's no way to prove it either way. If the Yankees had not given up, which we'll get to Aaron Boone for his disaster, um, if the Yankees had not given up the two runs in the top of the ninth inning, I'm convinced they don't score at all in the bottom of the ninth. I just, that just felt You're like really a fake, negative. Huh? It felt like a fake rally, and then Gary Sanchez he comes up with his, you know, that face of just a loser. Like you, you knew there was no chance he wasn't going to strike. Oh, out. you're in a way, huh? There, it, there was no chance. I had more confidence in Odor, who's hitting like under 200, than Gary Sanchez, who at one point we thought could be the best player in the organization. Well, not neither of them did anything with first and second and one out. And the Yankees fall four to three last night to the Tampa Rays, Aaron- and that's where we are. And Aaron Boone, like, could, could someone— Well, you're ex- in a way this morning, huh? Could someone explain to me 
how like the numbers you crunch spit out a formula that consisted of Herman in the biggest game of the season. He gives you a, a nice eighth inning. I didn't agree with it at the time, but he pitched well in the eighth inning. You bring him back out there for the ninth. He gets in trouble. You go to Albert Abreu with with essentially your season. I, I don't want to say it's on the line because you can technically you have a little wiggle room, but a, a vitally important you, moment of your season. You cannot Noted. bring Albert Abreu into that game. Or what are you saving Chapman for? What are you saving? Cha- the uh, Yankee- Chapman's a save situation guy. Yeah, but this that's is, what he is. This is basically the. Playoffs. I understand, but they're not going to use Chapman when they're down. They're just they're not going to. All right, so let me ask you a question: If this were Game Two of the ALDS in that same situation, the Yankees are down one run, headed into the bottom of the, or headed into the ninth inning. You've got Judge Stanton and Gallo who combine. I don't 80, think you see Chapman. Eighty-seven home runs combined. I don't between think you see three. Chapman. You got to keep that to a one-run game. I don't think you see Chapman. I think the I think that Boone would tell you. You know what? I trust every single guy in this bullpen, and I'm going to use those guys in the right lanes. You have and to go to Chapman there. I, I I don't think you'll see Chapman in that situation. I, I think, think if you get to Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, next weekend World Series. By the way, looks like Kershaw might yeah. be out for the rest of the season now. Yeah, got hurt last good. night in his start. So that's that's a big blow for uh, for the Dodgers. Although if there's any team that over can, can overcome it, it's probably them. I don't think you're going to see Chapman in a in a in a loss. Like I don't think you're going to see him when the team is trailing in the ninth inning. But you needed to keep the like I I just don't understand but they the trust logic. Their there. guys, they've trusted them all year. They love these guys. They love their bullpen. It's the one thing they have the most confidence in is that bullpen. Yeah, but you got to go to your best. You got to go to your best pitcher in that situation. I know Chapman has struggled, but there's no path to the Yankees having any October success that doesn't include him being great. And if he's going to stink, then you're going to lose anyway. You you got to go to your best pitcher. So I, I've got issues with Gallo. I've got issues with Sanchez, Boone. And lastly, the the offense. You put up one run on five hits through eight innings. Judge Stanton, Gallo, Torres, like you got all these big names. Boy, are you and, a baby, you by the way? Run. How are you I lose a baby? one game to arguably the best team in baseball, and you 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 you, you just can't overcome it? I no, mean, my God, just, win today! This, this is what happens when you get this. I don't know. You can't relate because you're a Met fan, and you're right. I'm a Mets fan. My team is completely August. irrelevant. They have the the worst second half that you could possibly imagine. They, they they're setting records for. <laughs> For you know, disastrous falling apart with leading the the division for the most games, and then going to be below five hundred, and you lose one game to Tampa, and, and, and to, you just you can't get over it. Not to mention the I night mean, before you had one of the great wins of the season going into which, Toronto which, and hammering the Cy Young Award winner. Which, by the way, shows you the importance of that comeback win uh, against Toronto because you lose that game and then you lose again last night. No, I I feel I still feel great about the team going forward, but what happens is when you lose big games like that and you're already in playoff mode, your emotions, you know, swing a little bit. By the you're, way, you're, you're, I will agree with you on that. Like if you win today, you'll go back to it. Boy, yeah, I think we're great. You we feel have a great. chance and all that. If you lose today, it'll fall apart again for you, but my god, get a grip, man. No, I'm just expre- look, I'm venting to you be just because I want to make sure I feel better. And I'll also maybe it's selfish of me because I actually purchased tickets to the game on Tuesday night preemptively. Really? Which I should never have done. That seems like a monumental mistake. Yeah, I know. Well, although I, I will defend you with this. Like if you waited, you might not have had the option yes. to buy them. They and could they could sell out. That's true. So and then the value of the tickets. Right, yeah, and then you now you're spending more money for the same ticket. So ordinary like if you told me that same price, just wait and they'll be available for you, I'd say you did a horrendous thing. But I I, I don't I can't kill you for it. I'd like to, I can't. <laughs> 
because I, I think that this was a, a, a smart thing. It probably saves you a little bit of money. Yeah, so maybe that's like if we create a pie chart. Like, why is Ty so upset this morning? Is it the emotions of you know what's happening late in the season, or is it because he really wants a Yankee game at the stadium on Tuesday night? Maybe it has to do with that. All right, so let me throw out a couple scenarios for you, and then we'll get to the calls. All right, Yankees get in. Yankees get in and are home. Yankees get in and are on the road. Or we're watching Yankees baseball on Monday. That's my first line of questioning for you. The Yankees get in and they're I think they win the next two games. No, see, I don't see that. I think the Yankees are in Boston on Tuesday. Really? Yes. So you have the Red Sox sweeping the Nats and then the Yankees yeah, absolutely, splitting these absolutely last two with games. That. Yeah. I think the I think yeah, sure. So all right. Uh, so do the Yankees win today then? I I don't know. I mean, I think it's fifty fifty. Well, because I, like, if they win today, you think they're just going to roll over and lose tomorrow? Yeah, I think if the Yankees win today, you can't really roll over now because it's not like you have 40 guys and you could play scrubs. But I do think if the Yankees win today, tomorrow is not the same importance for them. They'll try to win, but they're not going to go all in to try to win. I in disagree my opinion. with that. You think they go all in to try to win? All in. Everything that doesn't involve Garrett Cole pitching tomorrow, I think they go all in and try to win. Okay. I think having but, that But home they could do that and still lose that game. They can, but you'd rather go down go down swinging. Um, no pun intended. That that game being at the stadium matters. I agree with you. Since the wild does it matter to, to kind of start using arms tomorrow that you'd like to be available? I, I guess well, it's, it's, you, you'll have 48 hours. Yeah, you have the day off. I get that. And just so remember I have one this. more question for you. I'm sorry. And, and then we'll break, and then I have stories for you galore. All right, but I have one more one You've more been question. Home alone all week. How's the job getting? All done? weekend, just just from uh, yesterday till tomorrow. Are your uh, wrists feeling a little sore? Uh, anyway, what's your well, question? I mean, bro, what are you, Rick? What's the matter with you? <laughs> what's your question? Well, uh, I'm married for 17 years. <laughs> really? You you, I know, you, but... you you think that it's like Caligula at my house every night? <laughs> like that kind of party? I mean, God. <laughs> this and, and, and you know what? You're better than that. I am better. Than You're that. better than that. I'm sorry, Sherry. He he would never, you know. You're, I mean, that that's Rick. Pamela. I would expect that from him. Pamela. From you, I, I hold you in a higher regard. It's a right. bad. That was a ter- I want an apology. <laughs> I apologize for uh, putting you on the spot there. I would, I, I'd rather ask you off the air. That was a terrible job by you. All right, now, um, you lose today. Toronto, Seattle win. You're pitching Cole tomorrow. I have to. Yeah, I'm not. I have to. Cause then you're like relying on like you're just extending the season to Monday. Now you got to play 163. At some point you're gonna have to pitch him in the next three days. Right, but my hope is that I can use him on Tuesday. But what would be the difference? Well, I'm hoping that I can win the game tomorrow without pitching him, and I'm not in a must-win game tomorrow. I'm not. Well, if the and you know what it actually comes down to, which is a little frustrating. If the Yankees, if we're if we're looking at this team and, and we're saying that they're if Cole doesn't pitch, they're drawing dead. Then they got no chance to to compete anyway in October. That, that's uh, if he doesn't pitch well. No, if he doesn't pitch, like we're we're saying, we have to pitch him in this game in order for us to win. Like it, it's an indictment of no, your rotation. I, no, no, see, I don't agree with that. It's not we have to pitch him t- for us to win. We we have to pitch him for us to have a greater chance. Yeah, to win. obviously, that's you know every ace gives their team a better, uh, the best chance to win. But of course. But I'm actually going back on what I just said. Like I should feel like they don't have to pitch him tomorrow, uh, in order to win that game. Like they can win if, um, you know, Corey Kluber win. pitches. They can they can throw Kluber into the bullpen and still win that game. Absolutely, they can. 
So I don't know. I, I would so just you're going Cole or you're going Kluber? I don't know, man. That's a tough one. Let's, let's just hope they win. I, I, I would go. I would go Garrett Cole just you just to be Cole defended. Sure and now you're, you're punting on him until Friday. Yes, assuming we get to a Friday. Right. So now you got to win probably in Boston on Tuesday with who on the mound? <laughs> Tyone. I mean, he left his last start. Right. In, uh, injured. <laughs> right. But but who? Uh, right, you're pitching Kluber tomorrow. It's not him. You're pitching Montgomery today. It's not him. You pitch Cortez. So you're going to go Cortez on short rest? Yeah, Cortez is going to give you Cortez on short rest against Sale. Is that no, where you want to go? No, no. That is, so here's what we do. If the Yankees are listening, win today, win tomorrow. We get Cole on Tuesday night at the stadium. Where you'll be. Where you'll be. Yeah. Where I'll be. And Jake will be as well. Oh, Jake is. Oh, everyone's going. I'm not going. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. Jake, you've been very quiet this morning. What's what's with you? Nothing much. I'm just letting Ty rock. He had a lot on his mind. I thought he was going to go on a little bit of a Don LaGreca type rant, but you know, I see the frustration building up in Yankees fans for sure. Why? I don't. You, I don't and know. I mean this sincerely. I think this is a badge of honor. At the station, you I mean, you're right there. I mean, Kay claims he's not even a Yankees fan. He just he just works for the Yankees and he used to love the Yankees. But Ty's a big fan. Um, RJ big fan, Santiago big Yankees fan. But you're you're right there. You love the Yankees. Well, I appreciate that, Dave. And I have a few thoughts. Just before on the Joey Gallo comments that you guys were commenting on, I totally get where you guys are coming from. But I think what he meant, and I know he wasn't here for most of the season, but in the beginning of the season, when the Yankees would go down, you know, one nothing in, in the first inning, it felt like the game was over. But now, even with the two last losses that we saw against uh, Tampa Bay and Toronto, when they went down 4 nothing against Toronto, they fought back. Yeah, they do every night, game now. Every single game. You should be doing Every that. game, even against, I think we can all agree that Tampa Bay, if they're not, you know, the best team in Major League Baseball, they're definitely top two or top three. And to be down 4-1 last night in the ninth inning, and I know they didn't do much for the first eight innings, but to see them at least have a little bit of fight, it felt like a month or two ago oh, that that was stop not. stop it. I mean, stop it. Yeah. Your game 160. <laughs> you, you you need the game desperately to try to get into the playoffs, and you're proud because they showed I'm you a little proud, bit of I'm not proud, but fight? I'm saying it's nice, to break. it's nice to see that this oh, team actually please. fought back. Uh, what an I've watched, Dave, I've watched every game this oh, season, and months ago, it. one nothing in the first inning, I said to myself, this game is over. Now in the ninth inning, down three against one of the best teams in baseball, I was tuned in, obviously because of the importance of the game, but also because I really did feel like this team could come back. And if they didn't bring in Albert Abreu to, you know, kind of blow up the game— you know, maybe it's not like been, he was it, hammered either, by I, the way. I get that, but they were, it would have been a one-run game, and who knows what would have happened in the ninth, but you feel a lot better going into the ninth down one than down three. You're, a, you're amazing. Wow. I didn't expect what, this from what, you. What don't you agree did you, with did what you I'm saying? you want to get participation trophies after the game last night? I'm not saying like, that, Dave, now I'm saying. Aaron and I, Judge, I this lot. goes to you. It's Congratulations. The, it's the Aaron Boone well effect. Oh, my goodness. It's I'm, the Aaron Boone effect. He's having an effect. Now the fan base is— I know. know a lot of Yankees oh, fans— I'm so are, proud. I'm, I mean, uh, that we dug so deep, and we're able, able to compete and, and fight and show some scrappiness in the night. I know there are what a lot an of Yankees fans You're the Yankees. Right now who completely you have 20-some-odd championships. You're the Yankees, for God's sakes. 
Now you're going to hold a parade because they, they fought back in the ninth inning and still lost Dave, the game. Give lost, me a break. They went into Boston, swept Boston. They went into Toronto, won two out of three. People are mad that they lost one game against Tampa Bay, who we just said is the best team. Boston lost two out of three to Baltimore, who has nothing to play. The Orioles have nothing to play for. Boston has everything to play for. You know what? In Boston Sports Radio, if you call up to one of their shows and say, you know what? We lost two out of three. I'm angry. I completely understand that. But for Yankees fans to be complaining, we sh- we are lucky that we just had this stretch. You know, without this stretch, exactly. we'd be so, in so, big so trouble. Don't so sit what- here and tell me, God, I'm, I'm so proud. I, I can't. What, 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 what I honor and what integrity to the I game that they would fight back. I am oh, an God. extremely proud Yankees fan these oh, last two weeks. It. I did not think that they were going to go into Boston, sweet Boston, and you should go be. to Toronto. So what are you saying? You should be a proud I'm, Yankees fan. I'm very fan. proud. That that may, listen, going to Boston, amazing. Going into Toronto, doing what they did, great. Hammering Robbie Ray in the big moment, tremendous. But but the the one thing that you're saying, which is really sending me over the edge, is I'm so proud <laughs> that, that they showed some fight last night in the ninth inning. Your 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 game I'm one sixty. I'm saying you're it looks, home. Dave, you're desperate. You're not understanding what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying, not. I'm saying it's nice to see that this looks like a completely different team than what I saw earlier in the season. Earlier in the season, it, it looked like every game was done because they weren't scoring runs. Now, at least at any point of the game, even down three in the ninth inning against arguably the best team in baseball, I felt like my team has a chance. And that's a good feeling, you know, heading into hopefully postseason baseball. All right. Hopefully is right. So what do you think? You, you think you win today, today, or tomorrow and, and get it, get yourself in, or you think you're playing baseball on Monday? I I would love to win both. I uh, I, I know what you want I to know. have happen. I'm saying I think they win one out of the next two. You think they win today, or you think it comes down to tomorrow? I think they win today, and then, and then, then tomorrow it. they don't go 100% for home field. They're obviously going to play hard. But if they win today, I feel like they're going to take you know the foot off the gas. Yeah, a see, bit. I agree with that. I think if they win today, they'll try to win tomorrow, but it won't be all in 100%. They'll lose one of these two. Boston wins both, and, and you're looking at Yankees at Boston. Well, I mean, how good would that be? And also, as Ty mentioned, I bought tickets, too, for Tuesday because I was kind of with you. All my friends, when we were texting, were like, do we buy tickets? We don't want to jinx it. But to Ty's point, they do give you a refund. And if it's officially at Yankee Stadium, I have to give you a refund. Yeah, but my friend called up and they said they didn't give a refund if that happened. I said oh, that, that makes no sense. I know that's what <laughs> I was saying. That'd be stealing your <laughs> money, just, just stealing our money. That's what I said to yeah. him. But um, I also have tickets for Tuesday, so I would love for the game to be home. Um, but well, why don't you go to Boston? Why do you I've got actually, there on the road in Boston? Actually, why don't ne- the two of you make the trip up there, get in the car? Would you go come with us, Dave? Only if you come Only with if us. you come with us, Dave. Only if you come with us. It could be like a little boat trip. I would go. You know why he said boat trip, right? Oh, I know what he's doing. <laughs> he's a bad you know, guy. I know. You, you, what do you think? I'm an idiot? I know exactly what he's doing. Yeah. I, I, if you guys pick me up on the way and I'm on the way, I'll go. All right, let's do it. If the Yankees are, are in Fenway Park on Tuesday night, we'll And when we'll, are you we'll going to tell it. the audience about your party? We're all dying to hear. What party? The party at your house this weekend. No, there was no party. There was a, there was a, oof. Well, there was a blowout of another ex- uh, extreme. You want to hear the story? You got blown out? You want to hear the story? Oh, let's do it. Oh, it's terrible. Love a good blowout story. So, oh, this is terrible. So, uh, Sammy has not been feeling well. She's uh, She's been having some major intestinal issues, okay? Now, last night, boys want to go to the local high school football game. It's homecoming, and they want to go. Sure, right? So, I drive them to the game. They go to the game. Thousands of people there. They're thrilled. And I go out with a buddy of mine, and we grab a quick dinner. 
Um, and then I grab the boys from the game, and we come home. Now we're gone for two hours and 30 minutes max, and the dogs were out right prior to uh, to me dropping them at the game. The second we open the door, this stench hits you in the face like a, like a Mike Tyson right. Like, what is that? And then you walk over to, to the dog's crates, and Sammy has had explosive you-know-what. All out the back of her cage, onto the floor, all over the cage, all over the wall, and the coup de gras, just to make it even better, all over herself. She is coated in feces. Coated. At which time I said, he's pooping, he's pooping. I'm, I'm, a, I'm out. I'm done. I'm going to go. Guys, you take care of this. I'm going to go. <laughs> you and they punted were like, on the situation. No, I, I didn't. I, I stepped up like such a man. So I, I formulated a game plan. I said, Ben, I, I said, we got to get her outside. We get her outside. She goes more. That's done. Ben, you take care of Barkley. You're in charge of him. Alex, get her upstairs into the shower. What's Dave Stat. doing? Dave. Gets cleaning solutions. Oh, man. Wipes, paper towels, rags, mops, and scours the crate, the floor, the wall, all of it. And Dave almost numerous times lost the dinner that he went out to obtain just a little while earlier. Oh man! So this is the type. This of took this took well over an hour of cleaning. I said to Ben after I said, "If you offered me one thousand dollars cash to do that again, there's no chance that I would do it." Now, the only disappointing part is that this didn't happen at around uh, three forty last Sunday when when your Giants are on the verge of uh, losing to the uh, Falcons who had been outscored by 49 points. It might as well have. That would have only made that moment even better. But you would not have participated in it because it's a it's a close game. No, I I, I would have said, Alex, she clearly has to go out, get her outside. We weren't home. She literally exploded as we were uh, out. And then we returned to that. And I I mean, I I stepped up like a parent. How long? How long was the shower after? Because I would imagine you still stink. No, I, I don't think so. I the shower, like... my I showered twice. <laughs> I showered, gotcha. scrubbed down like I like like I was I was going into war. <laughs> got out and got, then got out back of the in. shower. Still felt queasy. <laughs> got back in the shower. And did a, a full second shower. I said, to, I said to Alex, this is, I said, Alex, and he, he was laughing. I said, I feel violated. I said, I can't believe that that just happened. Wait. So- it, was, it was one of the worst, and I'm not exaggerating, the worst experiences of my life. Wait, so you get out the shower, like you tower yourself. Did you get dressed before you got back in? No. Like- I, I start because it was, it was night, right? Like I, we got back at like 9.15. And you sleep naked. And then, the, no, the cleaning now took place for well over an hour. And then we took them out again just to give us a little buffer to make sure. And then the shower. And then I got out, and I was about to brush my teeth, put on some deodorant. And I was like, oh, I gotta, I'm going back in. Went back in. <laughs> I love that. W- with a new soap. <laughs> a brand new soap. Unwrapped a new soap. Used that in, 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 in full. 
and then got out again. I was like, all right, I think I think I'm okay. Then this morning, never shower on Saturday morning because I usually sleep a little later and I don't need to shower. Showered again, <laughs> and uh, we'll shower at least one, if not two, more times today. <laughs> and now the second the dog makes a whimper, I'm like, guys, let's get her out out of the house immediately. So you're like a completely new man now. You've never showered this much. So no. maybe we need the dog to start doing things more often. Oh, what do you, what do you give was, us, like three was, or four weeks? I mean, it, was, it was awful. I'm I've sorry. never been to war, but I, I imagine that it can't be all that much different than this. Like, <laughs> it, it can't be all it that was, much different. It, I mean, it was a, a fecal war. It was it was awful. I thought I this mean, was going to be a good story. No, it was should I not have told you the story? Well, no, you said party. Story. I was like, oh, it's going to be a fun party story. I didn't not say party. Covered in poop. I didn't say anything about a party. You said you had the house to yourself for the whole weekend. Yes. We thought a banker was going to happen. I thought no. there were kegs, you know. No. No. Some hip hop. No. All I wanted to do was just, we, we got home. I went to watch the end of the Yankees game, lie on my bed. You're a big Yankees fan now. Relax. No, I hate the Yankees, but I enjoy watching them play. And I enjoy Astros, watching them lose. Re- he's a Lie on my bed, Red Sox nice cool air conditioning, be able to sleep later than 4 o'clock in the morning, and boom! Oh, man. Yeah. You're Tell a changed man. By the way, so I, I just want to give you credit for all the effort you put in. Because I don't know if earlier in the the season you would have done what you did last night. What do you mean? Well, you know, since Jake's doing that with the Yankees, I feel I feel, necess- I feel like it's necessary to, to aim that in your direction as well. You you put a lot of effort so just just for the effort, just for the yeah. Effort. But the Yankees having effort it, it should be should be just the norm. And Dave, you want to know something? And this the Yankees weren't of... also covered in, in in dog feces last night. Well, they were. <laughs> I, I just want to say this: I don't like the shots thrown at me by Ty when he texted me a month ago. Do you remember what he said? It's over. The season is over. Yeah. Lol. No. A month yeah. ago. A yeah. month ago. Yeah. You know what? If I can if I can get some fighting between the two of you and some, some unsettled moments from Yankees. Oh, Nation, you would love that. I'm all for Does it. Does the house still smell like so, poorly? So how about this? How about this? I mean, it's like, honestly, if, if I took you to like a pig farm and said, what do you think about this order? You would have said, it's better than what's going on on the <laughs> first level of your home. <laughs> Last night, slept with all the windows and doors open on the first level of the house, didn't even put the alarm on because you can't have, like, the, the sliding door yeah. to the back open and have the alarm on. So we went alarmless, and I figured to myself, and Alex is like, well, what happens if somebody breaks in? I said, somebody breaks in, they smell what's going on, and they just turn and they leave. <laughs> they they like, yeah, yeah, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. But yeah. you're also living, like, in a fluent area. I've been to your house before. No no one's doing that kind of thing. When were area. you over? Uh, when was I? Uh, actually, I've never actually been to your house. I've been, <laughs> yeah, so what are you talking I've been about? to your neighborhood before. You say that it was like five towns away. No, it was it was like in the same vicinity. I've been to your I neighborhood. Don't, I, don't I had to pick so. something. All right, anyhow, somewhere. that's the story. I apologize if you guys are trying to you know enjoy a bagel this Saturday morning, but oh, it was it was terrible. He's pompous. Listen, shut up, and I'll tell you the story. He's arrogant. Do you think there's a lot of things out there that I wouldn't be good at? And sometimes he's downright mean. I know you know what that's like, to be that uncomfortable, pimply-faced, not very popular kid. (laughs) But now it's your chance to prove him wrong. It's dumb. Call 800-919-3776 with your question, and let's stump Dave Rothenberg. You can try. Many have. Very few have actually succeeded. Stump Rothenberg brought to you by the law offices of the great, the talented. I mean, an attorney for the stars and for the normal people as well, Andrew M. 
Cohen. Uh, let's line him up. 800-919-3776. Ty, where do we stand right now? It's a phenomenal question and one I have an answer to. Uh, we are 256 and 60. So we're very close to So a, we could get and should really, in theory, get plus 200 by the end of the day. Oh, absolutely. And if You'd we're be not disappointed there, if I, we were not there. I, I would be very disappointed. How do you feel the line of questions are? I feel like it's pretty right good. I, I, I will say the first call came in at 9.55 a.m., which I typically don't do. Mm-hmm. But the guy did. I'm not going to tell you who it is. Uh, but the guy did take shots at you. He said, "I'm, I'm calling." He didn't say for Stump Rothenberg. He said Stump Google. So, so here's what I understand. Then. And you know it's not a fraudulent segment because last week I think I was like 0 and 3. Like there are times when I'm just not great. Why would you think this segment is a fraud, and then yet rush to call it 9:55 to be a part of the segment? That's that's it makes that's a good question. It's a for good me. question because if he's going to use Google anyway, like why would you think you're going right. to be the right? Why guy? would you even listen to the segment? Yeah. And if why you, would if you, you think if they said if they Google? said to you right now, if Andrew M. Cohen came to you and, and was defending you and, and, and said, all right, there's a deal that someone made. You have to put every penny that you are worth on whether Dave is cheating or not on the segment. And if, you, if you're if you correct, you now double your money. If you're wrong, you lose all your money. Where would you put your oh, money? Oh, that's easy. I'm going to put it on you. Yeah, because you know I'm not cheating. I know you're not cheating. And if I find out that you are, then I'm just going to go take the money from you. <laughs> I think that's fair. Uh, all right, let's go. Ken in Huntington. Ken, lead us off. You're on Stump Rothenberg. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Ken. 1986 Mets World yeah. Series team. Players that share a last name with an American president. Gary Carter is one, and you name the other two. Hmm. So there's no Dykstra. There's no Aguilera. President Dykstra, you don't remember him? No, I don't remember President Dykstra. President Gooden, I don't I don't remember either. President Sisk. President Beckman. Oh, Johnson. Good. There you go. Howard Johnson. Well you said one this, more. there's one more. One more. Oh, there's two. Well, there were three. He gave you one. You gave me one, and then there's, hmm. Wilson. Good. There we go. Boom. How about that? Now, for the edification of our audience, can you give the first and last names of those players? Stop it. No, I'm just saying, just so people can know. Mookie Wilson. And who was the other one? Oh, and, uh, and Howard Johnson. Yeah, just, you know. Good job there. That's one and zero. I was nervous you. about that one. Why? Because I feel like it's a it's a very intriguing. There was a lot of moving pieces with that question. Yeah, it's a, it's intriguing, and I know you like the whole president's thing, so it was a good question. But All right, nervous. Ed Long Island at one and zero. Ed, uh, welcome aboard. You're on Stump Rothenberg. Uh, thank you, Dave. Um, we'll go with the geography. Okay. Uh, this state has no cities with a population greater than fifty thousand. So it's going to be a like a, a Wyoming, a Montana, a Dakota. It, it's absolutely going to be one of those.
I think Alaska is definitely over oh. over fifty thousand. I think I think like an Anchorage probably has to have over fifty. Hello. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking. Hang on. Okay. Um. I'm sure I've hit it. Could it be a Montana? A Dakota? No, no more than fifty thousand people. Correct. No cities with more than fifty thousand people. All right. This is going to be a guess. I'm wondering Helena, Montana, Bozeman, Montana, Dakota. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess at Dakota. I'm gonna guess. Oh, I don't know, cause North Bismarck definitely has more than fifty thousand. Cheyenne must also. I'm gonna guess, and I don't think I'm gonna get this correct. I'm gonna guess South Dakota. Final. Yeah. That, my friend. Is incorrect. Oh, what's the answer? The answer is Vermont. Really? Wow, I wasn't even on the right track. Vermont has no cities with over fifty thousand people. All right, well he 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 stumps me. If in fact that was correct, Ty, if you could do a little double checking, that'd be great. Um, and he will participate in round two. So Ed in uh, Long Island, congratulations to you. We're one and one. We move along. Let's go to. Uh, uh, let's go to Chris and Beth Page. Chris adores Stump Rothenberg. Good morning, Chris. I do, Dave. And uh, just two very quick things. I want to apologize to Dave from Queens. I think he was taken aback last week when I made fun of his Bruce Willis. <laughs> That's question. right. You started. So, a, you started a, a verbal altercation on Stump Rothenberg. No, he, he wanted to sue me with Andrew M. Cohen, and he wants to come out to Beth Page if he can figure out where it is. I know. That's <laughs> All right, Chris. What do you got? Uh, all right. So, Dave. There were two uh, athletes that roomed together in college. One went on to become a uh, Hall of Famer in his sport. The other went on to become a league MVP in his sport. Two different sports. They roomed together. Now, the key to the question is, one of them had the other one's last. One of them's first name was the other guy's last name. Wait, give me this to me again. All right. It was an, it was an, so uh, an, M an MVP. And, and a, a what? league MVP. Yeah. And a Hall of Famer. And a Hall of Famer in two different sports. They roomed together. One went on to become a league MVP in his sport. And the other went on to become a Hall of Famer in his sport. And the key is the one guy's last name is his roommate's first name. So, like, for example, if Tommy John and John Havlicek roomed together, that would be the answer. I don't know if I'm going to get this. I feel like if we gave you 10 minutes, you could get it. I don't know. This is a, a, a puzzling question. Yeah, but you would. So it's a league MVP and a Hall of Famer. Correct. Two different sports. One had the other's. One guy's first name was the other guy's last name. Yeah, I don't know that I'm going to get this. Um...
And they were roommates at a big time. I think, I think uh, Marcus Allen and Ronnie Lott roomed together, but obviously that's that's not the answer. I uh, I I don't know. I mean, famous roommates. I gotta think of here. I I think rather than just take forever here, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the L. I I don't I don't have the answer. But I will tell you, Dave, it's funny. You were right at the cut. They went to that college. They went to UFC. Is, it it was Fre is Fred Lynn. Lynn involved in this? Fred Lynn and Lynn Swan. Oh, they worked right. together. All right. Uh, so we put him on hold. We're one and two. So clearly my cheating is not really successful today. Uh, let's go to Casey in the car. Casey, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Hey, Dave. How are you doing? Well, I was doing better before these questions, Dave? but you're up. Yeah, I think you'll get this, Dave. Dave, what's the record, the major league record, for most consecutive games of a, for a player that hit a home run? And who were they? I'll give you one of them. It's three of them. Don Mattingly is one. So most straight games with a home run? Consecutive games. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr., I believe, is, is another. And Dale Long would be the yes. third. And how many games? Eight. That's right, Dave. Exactly. Thank you very much. You know, Joey Votto almost tied the record, and I was at the game against the Mets. It was, it was, I, I think it was the first game the Baez played this year. Votto had seven. I don't know if you guys remember. Hit the ball literally off the top of the wall, and bounced back in. Would have tied the record. So that was that was well done by me, right? Yeah, good job to improve to two and two. Improve to two effort, and two. A lot of effort went into that. So uh, I'm well, proud of well, you. Well, you know what? It's not so easy. What would you be right now? Uh, what would I? I would have got that last. I would have gotten that last question correct. Stop it. I would have. You stop it. I would have. You knew Dale Long. Yes, I, I knew the answer to that question. All right, so you'd be one and three. Well, because uh, Mattingly is in, involved in it. So oh, that, anything that Mattingly is involved. All right, Daryl in Jersey. Daryl is going hockey. We'll see how we can do here. Good morning, Dave. What's going on? I've been trying to get this to you for almost two years, so here we go. It's a popular segment, Daryl. <laughs> there is only one team in NHL history to have two Smite Trophy winners from Stanley Cup Finals losing teams. Who are the players, and what is the team? So it's all time, not at the same time. It's all time. Well, I know that Hextall won the Consmite, I believe, on the Flyers in 87 when they lost. So now I have to think of, did uh, did the Flyers have another? See, Bernie Perrant won it, but they, but they won. Did the Flyers have anyone else? I, I should be able to get this. I know it was Hextall. Uh, Jaguar also, I believe, did it with the Ducks, but there's no way the Ducks have another one, I wouldn't think. Um, so same team, two guys. How about the Flyers with Reggie Leach as well? I'll say the Flyers 76 and 87. Dave, you are the man. Cool. Three. And two. That was that was good. 
That was gorgeous. Sal and Duchess. Sal, gorgeous. you're on Stump. <laughs> it was gorgeous. You're on Stump Rothenberg. Gorgeous. Good morning. Okay, here we go. Uh, it, it is NFL. I feel like this is tricking you up before you even start with it, Sal. I know, I know, I know. But uh, i got to phrase it right. Otherwise, Ty, you're going to yell at me. Okay, in 2018, which quarterback coach tandem has won the most playoff games? What do you mean in 2018? Which coach and quarterback tandem have won the most playoff games? I'm confused by the question. Through 2018? Solely in 2018? No, no. 2018 on. Oh, okay. So, so for four years, uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm not even, yeah, from 18, 19, and 20, obviously. Not 21 because they're not in the playoffs this year. <laughs> um. So, I mean, I, I would think it's got to be. Got to be. I got it wrong. So I got it wrong. I mean, I would it's, think it's, it's got to it's be. It's not re, that re easy, and, I guess. Uh, it was a fresh, f- fresh off the press. I mean, Mahomes. So what did Brady do? In Eighteen. It's either Brady and Belichick or or Mahomes and uh, and Reed. I got this question wrong. You got it wrong. Yeah. Um. So I know Brady has 34 playoff wins, I believe, at the moment, and he won the Super Bowl in 18, and he won it in 20, also. But that's a different coach, so it can't be Brady. It can't be. Because the last time, the last time he played for New England, they they lost that game. So he had the one run. So Reed and Mahomes is my thought. Is there another team? It's not. It's not Garoppolo. It's not Goff. I mean, Mahomes went to the AFC Championship game, won the Super Bowl, and then played. It's. It's. I, I got to go with Mahomes and Reed. That's the same thing Ty said. Real or wrong? Yeah, it's it's uh, Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. Okay. So uh, you you so got here, you got to look that up. All right. So uh, that, I, that can't be right. Yeah. From, no, I, um, it can't it can't be right. So I went with Mahomes and Reed as well. He told me I was wrong. It can, that can't be right. It, it, it's not right. Um. It, so Mahomes and and Reed is the correct answer. Okay. So, get, so do I'm, I get a ding for that? You then? do get a ding for that. I'm I'm looking at the, the Seahawks. A lot of moving parts back here. I'm looking at the Seahawks franchise index. In 18, they lost a wild card round. In 19, they lost the division round. And so in 20, they win. lost a wild card round. Yeah, so, so he's there's, got one there's win. No way. So not only is he wrong, he's, he's way not even off. first. <laughs> he's, he's way off. It's a ter- I mean, you know, all right, here's, uh, he's suspended for next week. <laughs> Sal and Duchess is, Sal is, such a good is guy, suspended man, for next we, week. It's always a struggle with him. It's what a all- terrible job by him. And then he First blames, of all, I didn't like, even understand the question. ESPN. It's like, I Sec- saw it on, 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 you know, get up. They- <laughs> no. No, you did not. We need a we need a very straightforward question. With You're He's suspended two. next week. So today's what October second. Yes. He's allowed back on October sixteenth. He is he's going to serve a one week suspension. And so he can't even call DCR this week for stuff. 
Is he suspended for both of these stunt mm, segments? I'll have to talk to Rick about that. It's probably the, it's probably for the best, yeah. Okay. I mean, you, you totally messed up the whole... I mean, I don't even know what you did there. Yeah. So where am I now? You're with four that and one, two right? now. Four and two? Yeah. And we're back. Four and two, round one. Stump Rothenberg. Let's bring him in. He's got a question. Burning a hole in his pocket. Jake. All right, Jake, what do you got? I don't know if it's burning a hole in my pocket. Oh, it's burning a hole. Yes, if you say so. So I usually go with baseball questions, but I told you earlier today that I actually have a hot date tonight. Oh. Yes, sir. And and you want to tell the audience where we're going? You're going to see uh, the Sopranos movie. That is correct. Many Saints of Newark. And for any Sopranos fans out there, if you actually translate the title from English to Italian, it's Moltisante de Newark. And if you watch the Sopranos, you know that Christopher... One of the main characters, his last name is Moltisanti. So Love I actually it. have a Sopranos trivia question Ooh, for you. you. I'm a big fan of the Sopranos. Yeah, so this might be easy for you, um, but we'll see if people in the you know in the audience. It may not be easy for me. It's been a while since I've watched. But All right, right, so here we go. My Sopranos question for you is: What is the name of the horse that Tony and Ralphie co-owned? Pio Mai. Wow, that's amazing. Very well done, Dave. That is amazing. And if I was going to, I was between that and the strip club. Do you know the name of the strip club? Oh, come on, Bada Bing. Oh, so that one's easy, but the horse. That's even easier than Pio Pio Mai was the name of the episode, though. So it's kind of easy. Well, I'm extremely excited for the movie either way. I heard it's very good. Very and good. It's on HBO Max as well, but this is one of those movies that I said, you know what, I haven't been to the movies. I've only been to the movie theaters once in the last two years, so... I'm excited for a nice movie date tonight. I look forward to that. I want a full write-up from you. Including well, the when you said I look forward to that, I was like, are you coming on the date with me, Dave? Would you like me? <laughs> You'd be like two I, rows I behind can, me. You know what? I, I can set the stage. I can really get her all revved up. and then you Can, can we do a round of Stump Rothenberg before the movie comes <laughs> I out? I don't want to get her crazy. I don't, I don't really. And I don't they have, in the crazy. intermission report brought to you by Stump Rothenberg, Dave gets to ask five questions. And, and then next to me, it'll be Andrew M. Cohen. <laughs> so in case there's any litigation that has to happen, he'll, he'll take care of that. Ralph Cifaretto, by the way. Is Ralphie's last name. And do you know that, um, uh, I'm sure you know this, that that uh, young Tony Soprano is played by his son. Yes, and yeah. uh, he actually ha- didn't watch The Sopranos until he got this role. So, um, well, he's must, a kid. I get, well, he's, what, 18 or 19 now? I think he's older than that. I didn't watch The Sopranos until, you know, the height of the pandemic. You didn't watch The Sopranos until recently? Yeah. Wow, and? It was it's the, oh. the the best show I've ever seen. You you adore it. Or one A and one B with uh, Breaking Bad. I didn't, I never seen Breaking Bad. And General Hospital. So one A one B one C. Stop it, General Hospital. All right. Uh, so where are we now? Are, are we round two? Uh, we are in round two. We are at five and two overall. Uh huh. We've got one college question. This guy's going for the daily double. The daily double. Which has never been achieved. Never been achieved. Do you? I mean, at some point it's going to happen. It's going to happen at some point. But, you know, like we say about LeBron, like the drop-off's going to happen, and then it never does. So, you know, who knows? You think it happens right now? I don't if you're a betting so. man, would you bet that it happens right now? I just called you LeBron, so no. All right. Uh, Chris and Beth Page, you have a chance right now to go down in the record books as the first ever to succeed with the Daily Double. All right, Dave. You know what? I think I have the Tiger Slam, though. I think I'm one of the only people that ever stumped you, actually, on another time. Not the double stump, but I did stump you. I asked you where Mike Freedy went to school, giant wide receiver. It was Indiana, and you didn't get it. But anyhow. All right. Um, all right, so listen. Don Warren, tight end, Washington Redskins. Don Warren, mid-'80s tight end, Washington Redskins. Uh, I believe he went to San Diego State University. 
And you would be right, David. Yeah, and that that's a tough one, by the way. It's almost like this is your wheelhouse. Well, it, it's not almost like it is. Well, that's me being sarcastic. Are you ready for me now? Uh, yeah, I'm ready for you. What are we, six and two? We are six and two. So, uh, officially, 200 games clear of the 500 mark. So, you know it's going to be well over 200. Yeah, we'll see what happens here in the next five questions. All right, let's go to the National Basketball Association. Yeah. We visit with our good friend, Patrick Patterson. Kentucky. There you go. I want the ding. You want what? I want the ding. I want the, the, the applause. Yeah, I like that. So she said, uh, Joe Kim Noah. Uh, Florida. You remember when the Knicks days were like $72 million guaranteed? Sure do. That was Four years, $72 million. Yep. Uh, uh, Florida, yep. Avery Bradley. Uh, Kentucky. Wait, did he go to Kentucky or did he go to Texas? Avery Bradley went to Texas. Yep. That's correct. You know I've never actually stumped you in this round. I don't You've know never gotten the, one? I've never gotten one. Oh and God. I almost got it there because you, you said Kentucky. But he went to Texas for a year. Uh, all right. This is a tough one. It's a tough one. NBA champion uh-huh. with the Miami Heat, backup point guard, Heatles, Norris Cole. Heat, oh, oh, Heatles. Um, you mean you're, you're making a joke on the— uh... Well, that was their nickname, the Heels. Yeah. Uh, it was a tough one, I think man. he went to Cleveland State. <laughs> You're unbelievable. Yeah. All right, I thought we'd go with uh, way back in the head of the red and black lumberjack. Ralph Sampson. Come on. Ralph Sampson went to Virginia. Wow. Look at you. Listen, oh, man. That's a I'm, layup. I'm running. I see what you did there. I'm running out of players. I've never stumped you here. Dave, I have an idea. Maybe you should come to the movies with me tonight, and I'll say to my date, like, I'll bet you a kiss that the guy two rows behind us can guess where Robert Parrish went to college. Cent- centenary. He went to the Centenary Gentleman. <laughs> I'm not giving you the ding for that. Why? Dave likes it. Say that one more time, Dave. I like the ding. Um, yeah. You can two. make a drop. That's fine. I don't care. So, uh, you know what? You, you, you guys would be naked like by the, by the second, <laughs> second part of the movie. And would you love that? Oh, how great would that be? <laughs> you should great. Good me. Lord, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> You got anything else? That's it, man. You, you, you did it, buddy. We cleaned up. What was the the overall total today? Eleven and two. That's not bad, right? Uh, not great, but sure. Yeah, sure. Eleven and two. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. It's time for a frenzy. Football frenzy. Any team, any player, any question. Call now at 888-729-3776 or tweet at Rothenberg ESPN hashtag football frenzy and ask us your NFL questions. All right, away we go. I mean, there's the open. I mean, Sinatra, you know, we can move to the side. We got the frenzy open. Uh, are you ready, but RJ? Are you ready to I, roll I, here? I, I, I like that opening, except you get like two tweets an hour. You didn't need the hashtag. Oh, you know what? I'm not going to sit here and let you disparage the frenzy. It's one of the most popular segments. It's been, I'm not exaggerating. It's been stolen by other shows. Uh, fair enough. All right, here we go. I'm ready. Darren Newark. No hi, how are you? You get right to it, Darren. Otherwise, we're going we're gonna to play the buzzer. Quick question. Go. 
Will Denzel Mims be a factor in the Jets' offensive attack this week? What a great job by him. Uh, I'm going to say no. Uh, There's a reason that he hasn't played. I just don't think he's a good player. I don't think they trust him. I will say no on Denzel Mims. Scott, Brooklyn. Scott, Frenzy, go. The Rams are 8-0 versus the Cardinals under McVay. Do they go 9-0 and expose the Cardinals as frauds? All right, RJ, take that one. I, I, I believe that the matchup edge for the Rams is significant. This line's low, and I actually lean Rams. All right, there you have it. You're doing great. Caller's doing great. 800-919-3776. There's a hashtag. It's all working. Mike in Pennsylvania. You're on the frenzy, Mike. Uh-oh. Just as I say that, it all completely falls apart. Brian Bergen. Dave, Brian, R- have at Dave, let RJ talk. Oh. Yeah. Brian, go. <laughs> Oh, this is not good. All right, let's take a timeout here. It's that hashtags throwing people. No, let's take it. Let's take a timeout here. What? What is? What is? What is happening? What? What's happening? Brian's not there. The other guy wasn't there. Nobody's there. We started out so well, and then it completely fell apart. Um. All right, John Suppa tweets in. Would you give up one or even two first round picks to bring in a guy like Sean Payton to the Giants? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not giving two first round picks for Sean Payton. No. Would you do that? I think Sean Payne's one of the top three or four coaches. I just don't know how many years he's got left. And two ones? Yeah. But did they pay 1-1 for uh, Belichick? They paid more than 1-1 for Belichick. I I think it was multiple picks for Belichick. Pretty good deal there. Yeah, I think they won out on that one. Now, is Brian and Bergen now available? We'll see if he is. Otherwise, he's, he's done. Brian and Bergen, you're on the frenzy. When the Broncos beat the Ravens and go four and zero, will you finally give them some credit? Uh, RJ, I actually think the Broncos are going to win this game outright. So I don't know if he's attacking me or you here. Well, I've never been anti-Broncos, so it's you. I don't find that to be the case, uh, even a little bit. Uh, right, Austin, well, go ahead. Oh, I was going to give you want my opinion, perhaps, on the game. Yeah, I want your opinion quickly on the game. Sure. All right. Uh, I believe the injuries are a major concern. For the Ravens, also for Denver, but I think Denver's going to be better than we think. Bridgewater's been better, so I do lean Broncos. So, yeah, I like the Broncos as well. Uh, Austin Akpala tweets in, will Saquon Barkley rush for over 100 yards against the Saints? No. no. Saquon Barkley never rushes for over 100 yards, and the Saints' defense is really, really good. I would put that as a big negative, RJ. And I would quickly say that usually if you're playing from behind and as a seven-point dog, that's likely – you're not going to get the running back as many touches. Yeah. Let's go to Eric and West Caldwell. Eric, you're on the frenzy. Hey, with uh, AJ. Oh, there we go. There we go. We were just waiting for it. The hey, what's up? Doesn't work like that, pal. Colin and Chatham, get us back on track, Colin. If the Giants need to move on from Daniel Jones after the season, what teams are possible trade tutors and what could they get for him? All right, RJ, what do we think? Is Deshaun Watson a possibility? Is Russell Wilson a possibility? Here, here's my dream, like a, my a dream scenario. You tell me if, if you agree. Go ahead. No, you were saying a straight-up swap? No, 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 no. He's saying is it possible that the Giants move on from Daniel Jones and then and then also make a trade for one of these but other quarterbacks? But he said, what do, what do they get for him? He wants to know the value of Daniel Jones. No, I don't think he wants to know the value of Jones. I think he's saying if Jones is done – what do they give up to bring in one of these other quarterbacks? Mm, that's not how I heard it. Let's ask Ty. 
Ty, what'd you, how'd you hear it? He's sleeping, unfortunately. Uh, how about I'll answer the question I heard, and you can answer the question you heard. Okay, go ahead. I, I think Daniel Jones is having a surprisingly better season than his stats indicate. If you look at his PFF grade, it's significantly better than his stats. I think it's a problem with the rest of the Giants as much as Daniel Jones. Uh, I think it might even be more with the rest of the Giants. That being said, the question that I heard is if they move on from him, what do they do at quarterback? I would do whatever, not whatever it took, but within reason, and I have two number ones, and they might be two top seven number ones, I would call Seattle and see if I can somehow get Russell Wilson out of there. And if Seattle's bad, and you know he's had some 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 issues with the Seahawks management and brass, I would do everything in my power to try and get Russell Wilson. Was Mike, the Giants even on his list? I think he, I think his wife really likes New York. Yeah, that's my understanding. Okay. Uh, Mike in Pennsylvania. Go ahead, Mike. You're on the frenzy. Name three players in any game that's a guaranteed touchdown. A guaranteed touchdown. Three player. He, I think he's looking for maybe first touchdown scored. I don't know what he's looking for. Uh, he, now, I, like Brady throwing one. Does that count? Or it's got to be like the guy actually crossing the goal line with the ball. I don't know. A little thing to keep in mind in that area is whenever it's a TV game, uh, you know, standalone is the way to say, like Thursday night, Monday night, Sunday night, the quarterbacks tend to run more. So there's often value on the quarterback actually scoring the first touchdown because they tend to run in a touchdown now and again. Oh, I like that. All right, let's go to uh, Mike in Westchester. And you saw it from Darnold, I remember, uh, last Thursday night. Mike in Westchester. Mike, you're on the frenzy. Big survivor pool, got three entries in it. Want to go against the grain and not take Buffalo. Am I safe with Washington, Green Bay, and New Orleans? Uh, You can't take Washington, right, RJ? It's a one-point spread or one-and-a-half-point spread. Yeah, and and it's not like – I mean, at some point you can envision that if you were in a bind later. But Washington will be a bigger favorite than this at some point. So uh, I would say no for sure. In general, here's how you do survivor – is it's the biggest line first, but then is there a bigger line coming up from these uh, teams? So one way to kind of find unusual teams is look at the worst teams who they're playing. What I do not understand is why he would say he wants to go against the grain and not go with the Buffalo Bills. They'll, they will never because have a higher spread than they do win. this week. No, I agree, but this is, he's figuring, listen, it's a long shot to win. The question you ask yourself in Survivor is, are you looking to last or are you looking to win? Those are two different things. And if you're looking to win, if you go against the grain and the Bills end up losing, all of a sudden you're in a position to win where if you always pick the safe one, how do you ever gain? It's a fair point, but at some point you're, it's, it, it's going to separate itself. It, it has to. Like they're gonna be, There are going to be weeks where how there's no clear-cut How many guys were in yours last take. year? What did you say? Wasn't there like a bunch of people in your Survivor when you yeah, made it all the it's, way? It's, yeah, like 80 people. Yeah. A lot of people did. All right, Ty has a question to, to kind of put the bow on the frenzy. Go ahead. All right, Bucks pats tonight. Do we get a competitive second half where the Bucks just roll over New England? Mm, is the game tonight? No, he no I meant tomorrow night. About. I meant yeah. tomorrow night. I'm sorry. Tomorrow <laughs> I, I night. had the same thought. Right. You, tomorrow night. Sunday, they're going up against Alabama. Uh, I like New England, and here's the way to know that that's correct. Now, they may lose by 20, but it's, a, it's the right pick, and here's why. 
is let's assume Tampa Bay is the best team, though I think that's a question mark right now, okay? And let's assume the Patriots are just an average team, and I think they could be a point or so better than that, but let's say they're average, like an 8-8, eight and eight, you know, 9-8 and eight type team, right? The line typically from the best team to the uh, 16th team is going to be about uh, 7 points. Now, the fact that it's in New England and it's still 7, all that's value. So the 2.5-point adjustment for home field, which it is now, not 3, 4.5 should be the line. It's 7. It's really that simple. And the last way to know I'm right is let's assume this game were in Tampa. So 2.5 to get to neutral, 2.5 to get to Tampa, 5-point adjustment. That line would be 12. When do you ever see a team like the Patriots, meaning even an average team, getting 12 points on the road? They just don't. This line is inflated. It's, it's inflated because everyone's in love with Tom Brady in the box and thinks that they're going to make a huge statement Sunday night or tonight. And depending most on people when that game are ignorant about football. Yeah, a lot of people are. All right, blow it dead, guys. RJ, did you love it? No. God, no. Well, you know what? You really, you really ran Here's on anybody's what I would parade, can I give you a suggestion since no. you, 11 words or less is no. my idea? And no. so can I give you a quick one? Yeah, I guess. Here, I'm, I'm very turned off by you, though, right now. I mean, I just didn't like it. it, it was like a, a one and a half, two second delay every time someone started talking. I'm not blaming them. I'm blaming Ty. No, I'm not going to sit here and blame Ty. And I think, it, I think it's you. I think people were just uncomfortable with you involved in the frenzy. And, it, and could be an intimida- it could be an intimidation factor. I thought, I, I I thought you, you brought And I actually thought you did a, a nice job, to be honest. Like, I, there was a tremendous amount of skepticism. I thought you did a really good job. But to, to critique it like that is just unfounded. And I, I think that you but turned off a I, lot of here's people. Here's my tip for you. Here's my tip for you. Yeah. Spend 19 bucks a month. Get a recorded line where people can call and re- leave a message. And then the hour before, tell people to call in and then have Ty do some work, sift through, and we'll play the best of them. Uh, wow. Mm-hmm. I, got some new- I got some news for you, by the way. And this is, this is serious. Um, and let me uh, open this up, and I can read it. Time for the Yankees Injury Report, brought to you by Total Orthopedic <laughs> Spine and Sports Medicine. Um, Brian Hoke on, uh, on Twitter says, DJ LeMahieu has a sports hernia that will require surgery after the season. Uh, received an injection yesterday. The hope is he can play tomorrow, but that is uncertain at the moment. So if he if he can't go and he's hobbled, that really throws a monkey wrench into the Yankees for their postseason and everything.